Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown. If you're looking for me on Instagram and Twitter. All right, and I am Spike Lou on the same social sites if you're looking for your mans. Hey, before we get into the show. Okay. Your Freestyle Friday uh-huh. on the Warner Music Billionaire bid. Yes. That was big. Yes. That's very big. So the IPO, yes. like, it's going to be money. In for rappers up. or for more money for execs, <laughs> one of the two. It's going to trickle down. I think the money is well, not coming. The money is there. They've it's been there. trying to lie for a while and say that hip-hop uh, or the music, the money in music is not there. It's back, motherfuckers. Yeah. Don't uh, let them sh- fool you. Due to streaming, uh, the, the checks are there. People are making a lot of money off rap, and I think that that IPO was, like you said, very important. That's a big deal. Yeah, very important. Don't forget to check out them Freestyle Fridays. Every y'all. Friday, Freestyle Friday from the On Deck TV team. What we got up? All right, this week, man, coming up on today's show, we got Big Sean addressing Kung Fu Kenny and their alleged beef at one point in time. Quentin Miller, man, Meek Mill let him down, or did he not? Does he owe Quentin Miller anything? And we revisit the year 2000. But first, mm. a new movie suggests <laughs> I can't wait for that this. Tupac Shakur faked his death and is alive in Mexico right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when I let you sneak the production sheet together without me doing it okay. And I ask you this. Do you actually believe this? Of course not. Or you not. just want to laugh? No, I, I don't believe it at all, but I can't it's wait to watch this movie, though. ever with that knit shirt on right there. What is it, knit vest? Tupac, The Great Escape from UMC is the name of the movie, and it's by filmmaker Rick Boss. Not Rick Ross, <laughs> but Rick Boss. He claims that Pac escaped the hospital and was taken to a Navajo reservation in New Mexico, mm. where he lives today under protection. This is ridiculous, but as a movie, this is probably one of the more ridiculous um, claims I've heard in regards to Pac's death. If you remember, Suge's son about two years ago said Pac was alive in Malaysia. Uh, Suge himself even alluded to Pac maybe being alive on one of those, you know, investigative shows that came on like Fox. Mm-hmm. It's all ridiculous. This is even more ridiculous. But if this comes out like they say it will, I'll be there opening night. I got to see it. I'll be there opening night. It's sick. Uh, um, I think that this is an ironically an opportunity for hip hop. We were just talking about the money that was being into it with the IPOs and stuff. And just like Pop music has Elvis. We have Tupac. We should have Tupac impersonators walking around uh, Vegas and should make a whole big thing out of this since no one wants to fucking let it go. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily see the problem. Tupac with State can make money. The All Eyes on Me. Excuse me, what is it? Me Against the World bundle pack is coming out. Yeah. I don't have a problem with people um, putting creative spins on what they think may have happened to Tupac. I would have a problem if it was some blasphemy in there or he was uh, discrediting him. No, I mean, (laughs) we know he's not alive in Mexico, but if this man want to put his time, earned money, and all of that stuff towards it, hey, feel free. Um, I'm never going to watch this, ever. (laughs) This is watchable. Never. I'm never going to watch this. Uh, But like I said, man, if this this leads to the Tupac impersonators like Elvis in Vegas, man, I'm out here for it, man, the expansion of hip-hop. He said the Pac that was in the car that got shot was a body double. And that he was, he slid out the back of the wheel. His name is Rick Boss. (laughs) I can't take you seriously if your name is Rick Boss. How did you come up with that name? That's That's crazy. You know how he came up with it, man. He took Rick Ross, who calls himself the boss, and flipped it into Rick Boss. I can't even, like, Google this dude. (laughs) 
Like, I hold everything that comes up is Rick Ross. Well, Rick Boss is on Spotify. The Rick movie Boss. that comes, the movie comes out early 2021. I'm going to put it on like a meetup or something. <laughs> Shout out to my own Deckers in Atlanta. Nobody, Let's go. Nobody is joining you. Let's go to AMC, bro. guys. We're there. No, I promise you that's not happening. Um, moving on from Rick Boss and the Tupac movie. Let's talk Quentin Miller. Uh, now, while Twitter celebrated five years, uh, the five-year anniversary of Drake's If You're Reading This Is Too Late, alleged ghostwriter Quentin Miller took to social media and had a few things to say. Quote, unfortunately, I don't have the good memories about the album like everyone else does. My good memories were murdered the day Meek Mandela put my name out there and blew my whole spot up. Meek Mandela's fucking hilarious. Yes, yeah, classic. End quote. Jesus. Now, he went on to basically say that he's been blackballed from the rap game because of this. Meanwhile, Drake and Meek are now BFFs, and this situation seems to be behind them. Should Meek reach out to help Quentin Miller? Absolutely not. It's not Meek's responsibility to save uh, Quentin Miller's career. Quentin Miller's a writer. He was writing before Meek said his name, and he should still be writing afterwards. I'm sure it did get a little harder. Meek made it hard. I mean, but shit, that's life. Like, he's not in front of the microphone. He's not Drake. And those songs didn't sound like they sounded when Drake got a hold to him. So he <laughs> does have a pretty talented pen, and he's probably gotten some opportunities, just not the ones that he wants. Like, I don't see you working with Drake again, bro. So if that's what you're shooting for, you might as well go somewhere else. But there are people that could use his uh, talents. And I think that if he's open to working to those people, then he wouldn't have these issues. Like, it's not Meek's Mill responsibility to come back and say, you know, I was wrong about this or this guy had a hard time. Like, no, nah, bro, y'all are all out here trying to get it. And Meek Mill shouldn't have to take time off of what he's doing to say, hey, I did Quentin Miller wrong. No, nah, my nigga, you a part of the game. You a casualty of war. Listen, so I don't want to hear you crying on Instagram. I'm sure there are plenty of other people who need ghostwriters and could use his helping hand however if they feel that it will blow up in their face moving down the road meaning that it may get leaked the same way that this did then they're not going to touch dude that's where the problem comes into play a lot of people think that quinn may have something to have done with it being leaked the heavy rumor was that it had something to do with that drama was behind it but that, that was never confirmed nor denied so i feel like if meek is on his meek mandela shit right now like he's on then he should lend a helping hand and throw an olive branch no. out to Quinn because he did pretty much blow his spot up. Nobody told Meek to put this shit out here, put the reference tracks out here and go at Drake and, hey, bro, who gassed that nigga up to do that to begin with, But dude? it don't matter. Like, Quentin Miller's a casualty. Like, I don't – you're right. No one told Meek Mill to who do that. Who the fuck that. suggested But that? it happened. <laughs> now, at this point, my nigga, Quentin Miller can't sit back and say, well, somebody should apologize to me because I'm not getting work. That's just not how life works, my nigga. Like – he was working at Publix putting bags and shit together, but when Drake found him, like, right. I know he's not, well, I don't think that he's back at that point in his life. It's like, you just got to keep writing and keep grinding, pour yourself up by your bootstraps. Oh, my God. And, and, and like, they're like, Meek Mill don't owe him anything. Like, Meek Actually, Meek, he does. Though. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Unless he owes him a check for writing a song, that's is, it. Is he not responsible for him being in his predicament to begin no, with? No, he's <laughs> like, Drake, Drake hired him. Drake hired him and was running around like he wrote those rhymes and made that a big thing. Like, that's that all on Drake. If anybody want to send him a check, he need to holler at Aubrey. He already got one from that yeah, album. And he, he's probably continuing to cash him, so what's the issue? He can't get more work. That shit not going to feed you forever. That's true, but that's his problem. Like, he need to switch it up. He need to do something other than go to Instagram and be like, damn, Meek Mandela. Like, that ain't going to get you nowhere either, bro. Have you you think you was blackballed before that? What you think going to happen now that you're on here talking about the 
one of the biggest stars in rap making fun of what he's doing with the prison reform. Shit. This is one of like the last like you sound salty, bro. Three or four people in the last week or two who have went public about you got him, you got Mace. You got Bo Hagen going at LeJohn. Bo like, Hagen? Yes. People are going public with Thanks. their gripes with people that they have either worked Damn. for or worked with. What, what did Bo Hagen say? Because I missed that. Uh, he said that he basically made Little John and that the Eastside Boys made Little John and that he is owed a lot of money from the work that he put in and that Little John will not take his call and LeJohn does not come to Atlanta anymore because of this. That's and crazy. <laughs> Little Scrappy chimed me. in. If well, Little Le- Scrappy agree? No, no, nah, he didn't. He just uh. said this isn't the way to do it. He said you need to holler at him and, and pull up to him and, and holler at him in person. Which Bohagen replied, "Yo, I've been trying to holler at him for the last ten years, and he won't return my calls. He he moved to Cali and changed his number." I mean, I, I, I don't I don't see the issue with it. like people put. You should price out your value of your art beforehand if you think it's going to come to this. Like, if you think LeJohn finna run off with your sound or you think that you're adding more to what's going on, then you need to have a conversation with him if y'all are friends or business partners or whatever and be like, hey, this is what I feel like I deserve on the front end. Like, it's easy for niggas to come back like Mace or him now after I done put all the work in, made this brand and did all of this shit to be like, shit, you owe me these millions of dollars. Like, you weren't saying that when I was the only nigga in the studio. You weren't saying that I was the only nigga passing out the CDs. And you weren't saying that I was the only nigga that was chasing this dream and y'all just happened to be a part of it. Like, it just it, it's not fair for people who who strive for bigger things like a Puff Daddy, like a mm-hmm. little John, like to for somebody to come and say, hey, well, I know I didn't work as hard as you, but some of those ideas were mine too. Yeah, you're right. And they built to a bigger brand that you contributed to and you were paid for it. Yeah. Don't come back now asking me for shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Shout out to Bo Hagen, but <laughs> hey, man. I don't, I don't know how much is old because I only remember one verse. Who am I? Bo John Hagen, never B-O-B, rapped. Like, nobody's telling me they ghost wrote that anything for Lil John. <laughs> like, what, what did they ghost write? Somebody had to write that shit. Him. Like, just going. <laughs> you, you ain't seen the hip hop evolution yet, have you? No, and uh, you keep talking about the shit. It's he, not that good. It's that good. I don't believe and because it. Because this goes to what Lil John was saying. Lil John was like, man, like, I just went in there and was like, Okay, and that was <laughs> that was essentially it. <laughs> like no, no, Bo Hagen, like pen the pad, my nigga. All he said, man, these songs took ten minutes, dude. <laughs> Cut the beat on, make it crunk. I right, go in here and say a couple words, do a chant. They told he told exactly where he got all of that shit from. He might be lying though. Nah, <laughs> there's no chance that Lil Jon nope. is lying. No, nope, look at his not. face. Look at Bo Hagen. Have you seen Bo Hagen? That's fair. Exactly. <laughs> what we got exactly. next? Exactly. So next <laughs> coming up. Future. Future came out and he dropped the Life is Good remix with the baby and Lil Baby because he just had to get his singing part off since Aubrey had his. Mm-hmm. Now, my question to you, do we have too many the baby and Little Baby features right now? Are they running the block hot? I can't make this up. I'm riding shotgun with my gal over the weekend. Mm-hmm. A very rare occurrence because I drive 98.9% of the time. Mm-hmm. She likes to switch between stations, terrestrial radio and satellite radio. And I swear to you, for 20 minutes straight, them niggas was on every fucking song. They was on every station. I couldn't avoid it, dude. It's ridiculous. The baby and the baby. The baby's my boy, and we all know that. And little baby's growing on me. But they they gotta fall back, bro. We make people it's not miss their you. Job to fall back. Nah, they gotta fall back, bro. Yeah. Like go tour overseas real quick. Give the radio a break. 
Either the radio programmers need to be fired or need to be in another line of work, <laughs> or these niggas got to fall back, bro. Moneybag, Yo, Flip De Niro, Marlo, Bankroll, Freddie. They all have songs with Lil Baby on the radio right now. Not to mention Lil Baby's solo songs that he has because he's got a new album coming out in two weeks. Post Malone, Blueface, The Baby Shit, Stunning for Vegas. That's all on the baby shit on the radio. Bro, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm not going to lie. It's overkill. Don't do the Wayne shit from 08, bro. We it's don't not, need that. It's the Wayne shit from 08, right. But that's the formula now when you're trying to make stars like the baby and little baby. Like, they're trying to push these guys to be the next titans of hip-hop, the next Drakes, the next Kendrick Lamars, the next uh, J. Coles. So, with that being said, all of those guys had those times when they were on the radio nonstop as well. Drake shit just happened with last summer with God's playing and all that shit back to back to back. So, this is a necessary evil in hip hop now, especially when you got two, well, one guy like Lil Baby who's out here and he's putting in plenty of work and switching it up and doing his thing. The Baby, I could see where you would get tired of him because it no. never switches. It never is always the same. Wait a minute. Lil yeah. Baby, Lil Baby sounds completely Baby. different on every song? It's different raps, flows. He he attacks it melodically no, different. Nigga, it's like, the same. It sounds different to me. Oh, my God. I could deal with Lil Baby being everywhere. The Baby, since it sounds so stagnant, I can't. He's but I don't writer. fault either one of them for being everywhere. Shit, Meg just did this. Post Malone fucking did this. Like, yeah, let these two little niggas shine. Dog, I'm eat, tired. young niggas. Eat, eat, eat. Uh, yes, because they ain't going to be hot forever, hurts, especially the baby. What hurts, that shit from them. That, 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 uh, that shit running out. They sound, first of all, what hurts, too, is their name so similar. That That's some slow. That's annoying. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> I don't want to have to say these niggas' full names every time. It's trash. Yeah. However... And I f I'm fucking with both of them right now, but that, bro, you have to make people miss you, man. QC, I get it. Not Foot yet. to the it ain't pedal. Time for that yet for them, man. Like have the ba baby album ain't even came. It's out coming yet, out in like two weeks. Yeah, like she got shit to do. Man, I don't want to hear that shit. All you don't want to hear bro. the baby anymore. Be clear, you don't want to hear the baby. He's the better of the two. Speaking of making people miss you, before we move on, okay, where is takeoff? We just talked about that, but he was on Lil Wayne. That's what made me remember. He was on Lil Wayne. Album. He was nowhere to be found at the All Star game. <laughs> like, why is he never I he out? Was. I thought he was. No, he wasn't there. Like, I seen Cardi and um Offset. Offset. Yeah, I seen Quavo, Quavo in the game. Clearly. I seen both of them take pictures with Kanye. That's true. Take off. Don't like that shit. <laughs> hey, he where is you? Where he, Where are you? My he's nigga. introverted, dude. He don't want to. He ain't got time for this shit. Ain't no. He ain't got no checks for going to the All Star. I game. just want to know where he is. Milk carton alert. He's on Lil Wayne's album. Milk. He's on the funeral. Milk carton alert. <laughs> All right, man. Before we get to this commercial brizake, let's talk Big Sean on pull up. Uh, Joe Budden didn't waste any time in his interview with Sean to ask about the alleged Kendrick Lamar beef. Now, Kendrick, excuse me, Big Sean went on to explain that he called Top Dog to ask if Kendrick was taking shots. He was told no. Then he said he spoke to K-Dot directly and confirmed that there was no beef. Do you believe Big Sean when he says the internet made up the Kendrick beef? Hell no. These niggas do this shit safely by not saying each other's name. And they allude to all of these tendencies that the other rapper gets to, and then say, oh, well, I wasn't talking about him. I never said anybody's name, I think was a direct quote from Big Sean, was, well, he never said my name, and I never said his name. My nigga, we know who you're talking about. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like that they kind of rob the fans of the opportunity. Like, this, it, it, it doesn't have to be winner take all in these type of scenarios. And I think that that's what the artists shy away from and they're scared of. Like, if Big Sean and... And Kendrick went toe to toe. 
there has to be a loser, obviously, but I don't think that it knocks either one of them down the totem pole. Like, and an example we would have is Pusha T and Drake. Like, we just seen a beef play out where the person lost, and he it didn't didn't phase him at all, really. So I think that these guys can engage in the the competition aspect of hip hop and not all the time cop out to these. Well, I wasn't talking about him because no one said anyone's name. Like, relax, fam. We knew everybody knows you niggas was talking about each other, bro. Yeah, so. that me myself and I, Big Sean. I, he, he was. You're he, talking about Kendrick. He was talking on, about bro. Kendrick on there. But I will say that this is yet another reason. So you're saying that these niggas need to be saying names, and so you're you're well, saying that Kendrick, who is your if you, man, if you're taking time out to rap about it, yeah. Like, if I'm taking time out to to rap about it, and if I'm the type of person, like, as we see Big Sean is, is going to back away from it at some point. Because, like, in that moment, yeah, you may feel differently now. Right. But I think that's cool. You can say that, too. So, yeah, I was going at that nigga then, but I don't feel like that no more. I mean, if he want to come back this way, I still got smoke for you, but everything's cool on my end. You can say that instead of trying to make people feel stupid and say, well, there never was really anything there. You guys are just speculating. Y'all full of shit. Nah. Nobody was just speculating. Now, let's be clear, though. Even though I do think shots were, were, were sent on the me, myself, and I, I do think he fell victim to the pressure of people thinking that Kendrick was talking about him. And a lot of times you can take artists bars and they're so ambiguous that you could fate you could fit them to a lot of different people. Oh, he's talking about him, he's talking about him, he's talking about him. You could actually say that about a lot of shit that's said. And most of the time it's the shit that we don't even peep is being talk is talking about somebody else. Look at the uh the Steve Harvey line that Future just said. A lot of people didn't even put that together that he was talking about Steve Harvey, dude, with the money like daddy and blah blah blah, all that shit. It's a lot. And look look at all the Jay Z quotes and and bars that he got that we didn't even know he was talking about Mason and people. We didn't know he was talking about certain people. And so I, I think it's not always as obvious as people like to make it seem. And sometimes you get bored with hip hop and you want to manufacture beef and you want two titans to go at it because it would be entertaining. But bro, if it's nothing there, then stop trying to make it something there. If Kendrick did those shots, why? That would be my first question, bro. What, why did you throw a shot at Big Sean? Bro? Oh, what did that come from? Because it's competitive. Bored? It's competitive. Oh, that's whack, bro. That's whack? Yes. What do you think the control verse was? He wasn't throwing real shots at people. He was just claiming his spot at the throne, which is fair. So that's why, in my opinion, you would go at other artists who, like, Big Sean a rapping-ass nigga. So if I'm Kendrick Lamar and niggas like, well, Big Sean, this and that, when I go in the booth, I'm addressing that. Not directly. I ain't necessarily got to say your name. That's whack. But I am letting you know, like, I'm... but. When someone asks me, I can't be like, well, I wasn't talking about anybody. I was talking about everybody. That's whack. <laughs> How like, about not I, saying I'm anything, a, which is what, what Kendrick is doing? Who wants to hear that? Nah. Like, but this is a competition. Like, you feed into it. This is entertainment. This is sport. When niggas try to shy away from what this actually is and make the shit, that, to me, makes it whack. Oh, well, everything's cool. It's all honky-dory. I just got through talking to Kendrick. Like, nah, both of you niggas want to be the best. You thought he was coming at you. You went back at him, and that's cool. We can keep it moving. <laughs> like, ain't nobody got to die. Ain't nobody got a fist fight. It ain't got to be no TDE good music beef. I got a couple bars for that nigga. Here, here go this smoke. You want some more? Cool, let's keep it moving. Like, I don't get it. We why all know why Kendrick niggas got to dance smoke. around them? And Kendrick will body that nigga. <laughs> we all know Kendrick don't Him, want Him, whoever wanted Drake, J. Cole, like, line up, nigga. He already done let them niggas know. I don't see why. Nigga, you know why Kendrick ain't saying nothing? Because he already done bodied them. them. Them niggas been saying shit for three, four years. <laughs> I don't know if he's talking about me or not. Meeting him at the airport and shit. All y'all niggas done got smoked already, dude. 
Come on. All right, Kendrick, come out of hiding, man. I saw him at Fashion Week. He looked nuts. <laughs> that album is about to be trash. I said it on my Freestyle Friday. This is going to be the first album you that wish. is not critically acclaimed. People going to be looking around like, Kendrick, what the fuck was this? You Watch. hoping for it, boy. Um, listen, man, let's take this break. We're going to talk 2000. We're going to jump back in the time machine. Man, there's a lot of shit in 2000, actually. Mm. Uh, don't go nowhere, man, on deck. Yep. What's going on, good people? The On Deck TV Hip Hop Land. It's your boy Big Jeff from the Full Sport Press Podcast, featuring myself, J Hove, and Weezy each and every Monday. Once you finish this action pack episode of the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast, make sure you check out FSP. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. Hey man, we are back. See on TV Podcast. It's your man Animal Brown. I am Spike Lou. Hey man, we are taking it back twenty years. Two dimes to the year two thousand. We use about thirty. No, <laughs> <laughs> you definitely turned thirty. How about in the eight two thousand. I was eight back then. Mm. Um, man, it's funny, dude. Remember Y two K? People didn't even think we was gonna make it. They thought the world was gonna shut down as soon as the clock hit midnight. It didn't, and we got some albums in two thousand. Got a lot of shit actually, man. It's a pretty good list. That Afro man came out. Nah, I don't even remember him. Um, now, we got this broken down into a couple of different sections, man. Debut albums, we got A-listers, we got some big boy singles, and then we got some notable albums as well. Debut albums this year, Nelly, Country Grammar, unfortunately. Um, Ludacris, Back for the First Time, Beanie Siegel, The Truth, Shine, Drag On, Opposite of H2O and Trina, baddest bitch. Which one of those stands out to you other than the Ludacris? Because I know you love him. Obviously, it's Cornell Haynes, the legend. The legend that is Cornell Haynes in that Nelly album at Country Grammar was fucking amazing. No, stop. Man, get the fuck out of Fucking here. amazing. But the bigger surprise probably on my list is the number two. What's that? You will not believe what my number two is. Well, it probably was one of my favorite albums. I used to bang. The opposite of H2O. Yeah, Drag On was straight, that though. Drag On. And he had a story on there that was super straight. Yeah, no, that Drag On was solid. I can't remember the story, but it was super duper straight. Uh, but that Drag On was definitely solid, and everything else is null and void. Benny Siegel was good, too. Don't do that. That first Benny Siegel? Yeah, the yeah, truth was. is solid. You're right. Yeah, you're right. It's solid. That's and the that, Brown CD. And the Shine album, no, no, that's the one niggas need to talk about. That first Shine was banging. That first Shine is banging. Now, shout out to our guy Jay Ho from FSP. He gasses this Shine album. He has it. He holds it in very high regard. It's not that good if you it's, run back and listen to it, but it is pretty straight. It's good. Though. It's good. I'm not going to lie. Shine got some dope ass songs on there. You would have thought that he would have had a much longer career ahead of him. That's a fire ass intro. Dear oh, America. Oh, goodness. Yeah, now nah, that album is crazy. <laughs> I listen to that. He got some shit on there now. Jesus. People forget. Shine, I was, it was funny because people used Pope. to compare him to Big, but when he came out with that album, like that threw all that shit out the window. It was like, nah, he and hard. Now, if anybody want to come bitch at Puff about ruining their career, this is the nigga that can Why? do it. Why? He the one pulled the strap out? Wouldn't nobody tell a nigga pull a pistol out in the middle of the club? Puff did. No, bro. Fam, you with me. You with Puff, nigga. You, buy, you better bust your guns, <laughs> nigga. You sitting right here with Puff, nigga. <laughs> nigga, come throw 50 racks in Puff face. You ain't gonna shoot him. You, yeah. you ain't never working in this industry no more anyway. But Puff should have took better care of him, man, for busting his gun, dude. You sleeping on this ludicrous too. I am. You don't like ludicrous? Dead sleep. No. I don't like a ludicrous album. Get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> no. I just, I'm not up with the style. He can rap. I've never said the ludicrous couldn't rap. Uh, I'm not a fan, though, at all, in the mm -hmm. slightest. I couldn't name, other than that fear of God, 
or walk with God or war with God, whatever the fuck the name <laughs> of it is. War with God, which <laughs> yeah. is fire. I'm a T.I. fan, man. I took I took the beef to heart. You could be both? No, nah, I took T.I. side. It wasn't no both. <laughs> wasn't no both coming. <laughs> it was T.I. or it was ludicrous. I was a T.I. type nigga. Speaking of T.I., Little Flip's Leprechaun album, which was his debut album, came out in 2000. And that is what T.I. uses ammunition to essentially murder Little Flip and his career. Who was the first person that you heard listening to Little Flip? Where did you hear that? Because I remember the first person that I heard listening to. Oh. Yo, whack ass with that <laughs> bullshit. You came around with that bullshit. This is the way we ball. We was at MTSU. And I was like, who is this whack ass nigga, man? That this was nigga hard. Was, that nigga was right. He, he was some slaw. He was freestyling. He should have wrote. <laughs> shit. He should have wrote his shit, but Real he did have a wave. Like anybody could have caught a wave in the 2000 scene, like because he was riding that motherfucker. And that's bro. when Houston was was well, not not this year, but when he the year ended after. Up, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A couple years after, that's when they got on. Real quick, Lil Boosie's debut album too. Youngest yeah, nigga, of the youngest camp. Youngest of the camp, nigga. Let's go. Concentration. I was camp. on that. No, you wouldn't. I promise I would. Snap. Man, snap. Put me on that. He had that. I believe he was on it. He was. And I I was like, what is this little ratchet shit that you got me listening to? But Snap put me on it. I'll never forget that. Let's talk A-listers now. Some A-listers dropped as well. Hove. At Too Short. I said (laughs) A-listers. At Too Short, you nasty came out. Absolutely not. Jay-Z Dynasty album came out. Outkast, Stankonia, Eminem, Marshall Mathers, and Ja Rule 336. I thought we said A-listers. That's why I had to throw That's ja another Rule one I've never listed. Trick Daddy, Book of Thugs came out. Tell me Trick Daddy wasn't an A-lister in 2000. He wasn't an A-lister in 2000. That's my guy. Trick Daddy? And the album was banging, too. It was definitely an A-lister. The album went platinum, I promise you. Is that it? Yes. Ja Rule was four times platinum. I mean, because he had, like, bangers on there, nigga. on there, nine of the ten songs. What that Dynasty do for you, though? Uh, that was... The Dynasty was one of my favorite Jay-Z albums uh, because I didn't get on Jay-Z heavy until Volume 2. Yep. That was my first album that I bought at Jay-Z. Volume 3 was fire to me. Volume, well, the next one, the Dynasty, yeah. was the the unveiling of the samples, like the sped up, like the intro, This Can't Be Life. Yeah. Um, they rolled it out slowly. Soon you sure understand. Uh, the song "Where Have You Been?" Like that was the like All them the clothes. lead into Blueprint. So I really liked this album for a long time. And little known Black History fact: this album has the best Memphis Bleak verse on earth. <laughs> that song with him snooping uh, Dre. Was it getting uh, high or some shit? Not the um about the chick. Uh, uh after the after the, uh, this can't be life mm. with Snoop on this. I can't even think of the game. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That shows you how much I paid attention to Memphis Bleak versus. You know exactly what I'm talking about when you. you know, oh, get your mind right. Get your mind right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, that song was cool. Nah, um, ripped it. That Dynasty album was fire. The intro was spectacular. Obviously, one of the um, best of all time. Introduced us to. Um, this was supposed to be a compilation. Yeah. This was supposed to be a Rockefeller compilation. At one nine hundred, Hustler was supposed to be the cornerstone of it. Yep, because that introduced us to Freeway. But Jay said, "No, nah, I'm gonna take this one. I'm gonna ride this one solo. Even though he got a he got a lot of features on him. Too here, much though. Kanye heat on there. Like, yeah, my nigga, come on with them, all of them. Now, Outkast is my those are my guys. Oh, here comes some hate. However, I'm like hating. That stank on you ain't nothing on the mic, and it did crazy numbers. Had big dog singles. Dre album banger. That Dre album straight through. Stank on you is not the double disc. Ah, uh, it's not. Oh well, shit, Christ. that's even worse then. That, oh, that this album is bang. This is what hey y'all. And all. No, that's the double disc, man. Oh, let man. let me cook, then you'll figure out which one I'm it is. I'm trying not to. I'm trying to save you from hating on them. This has Mrs. Jackson on there. 
Um, this has bombs over Baghdad. Mm. The, and I like the singles, but the album itself is was way too long. It's too many skits on there that nobody gave a shit about. And it's just, it's just not good, especially when you compare it to what came before with AT Aliens and fucking um, Equimini. Like, man, this shit right here wasn't. It was too commercial. It didn't sound like those albums to you. Absolutely not. It was still outcast, though. It was not good, is what I'm saying. This is the beginning of the end, is what I'm saying. Shout out to that Eminem, though. That Marshall Mathers is a classic. Skip. And that Ja Rule banging. Uh, I see that. No, absolutely At 336 ain't banging? No. At Cameron, at Cameron SDE is banging, though, and it came out this year. That Tila, The World Ain't Enough, was one million percent banging if you was on that. Thank you. Let's go to the notable that albums mystical, that came out that you're naming ready. off. Um, yes, Cameron SDE, Fire. That was his second album. That was his best shit up until, of course, the Rockefeller debut. Put a lot of people on cam. Well, well Horse and Carriage was what kind of put people on cam, but that wasn't nothing. But that SDE was Fire, um, Trick Daddy, Book of Thugs, which is not an A-lister, but that's my guy. Trick Daddy is an A-lister in two thousand, man. What are you that's talking rough, about, man? That's, that, that album was tough, but that's ew. he was the biggest rapper in Miami in two thousand. What is that saying, though? An A-lister. <laughs> like, <laughs> the biggest rapper in Miami is always an A-lister. Yeah. Tell me when this hasn't happened. Plies went an A-list at one point in time. No, I know he's God. not in Miami, but Plies, Rick Ross, Trick Daddy, all of these people Who were now? A-listers. Cali, <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say Cali. Man, fuck out of here. True. It's true. It's true. Ghostface, Supreme Clientele. Mm. How you feel about that? I want to know that. I'm going to be real. I won't call it a classic, but I I, I fucked with it. I fucked yeah. with it because I fucked with Ghostface. Um, that Snoop Dead Man Walking. I'm glad you mentioned Snoop Dogg because there was a number of No Limit and Cash Money albums that came out this year. I'm going to give you three Cash Money albums that came out. I'm going to give you three No Limit albums that came out. You tell me which one you prefer. We got BG Checkmate, Big Timers I Got That Work, mm. and Lil Wayne Lights Out. Those are the three Cash Monies. Put that up against See Murder Trapped in Crime, Snoop Dogg The Last Meal, and P Ghetto Postage. Oh my god, <laughs> that hurt. Get on posters, hurt it. <laughs> that shit was trash. This is the end of No Limit Run. Almost relax, relax. Was. We're not gonna do that. Two thousand was nearing the end. Ninety eight, ninety six, ninety seven was the strongest years for No Limit. Ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one was Cash Money. So I gotta go with Cash Money. Even though that that big times I got that work was banging. Yeah, that was banging. They got, they got some heat on that motherfucker. That is a fact. Um, um you you mentioned <clears throat> it was some big singles too. Um, Memphis Bleak is that your chick? You ain't gonna do a ball of MJG any kind of way though. Yeah, I was gonna get to the groups. Don't worry about it. There's plenty of group <laughs> shit that came out this year too, low key. Um, but That's, Memphis Bleak is that your chick has one of the most disrespectful bars of all time. Jay Z, uh, <laughs> she keep calling the crib. <laughs> she keep calling the crib. That nigga JG. said. The and lost they, verse. Yeah, so that's what this was. Right this was the one with the lost verse. And damn, what he say? Uh, she keep calling Condoms me. Condoms in the baby seat. Uh, hey, listen, dude. That nigga, yeah, that was super oh, ugly, man. Right. Yeah, Jesus Christ, you off your snide today. Uh, look, I'm dude. I'm not a lyrics. I, I'm not rap Shit. genius, motherfucker. I am. Luckily for the listeners, I am rap Ooh. genius. But I can't remember the bars for this Jay-Z song. I'm rap genius, so but I can't remember these bars. That was a perfect setup. <laughs> Uh, how foul is she and you wife the shit? I put the rubber on tighter. That's what it was. Mm. She want me to have a baby and say it was yours. Ooh. Yeah. That book was even more disrespectful God. when she dropped out of um Prodigy H N I C was you fucking with that? Prodigy's your man's. 
Um, I can't remember if he put Keep It Thorough on there or not, but that song is amazing. I don't know about a whole project from Prodigy, though. Rest in peace. Uh, Whoa, Black Rob. That was a, probably the biggest single of this year, not named Country Grammar. Whoa was amazing, though, and he's some slaw. Amazing. The song itself? That's a fact, yeah. The song itself went dumb hard. Uh, Whistle While You Twerk, Ying Yang Twins. I didn't know that was 2000, though. Ying Yang Twins been... Damn, that was 2000? That's crazy. Sipping on some Sizzurp, 3-6 Mafia. They were talking about the Serp, the Lean, early. Yeah, that was supposed to be off of... That was supposed to be for a CD. Yeah, UGK and 3-6. UGK and 3-6. Yep. Underground Mafia, I think they was going to call it. Uh, and then Dead Prayers Hip Hop. That was a big record, too. It was. It's bigger than... I don't know where they at. <laughs> where is no Dead idea Prez? what happened to Dead Prayers. <laughs> Project Pat dropped a uh, CD this year, Murderers and Robbers. Yeah, that wasn't it, though. And that was the beginning to the end for 3-6. And, you know, that them my guys. But that shit... Yeah, you are a big 3-6 fan. That wasn't it. Now, they did come out with When the Smoke Clears. 3-6 Mafia with, like, Who Run It. And and uh, sipping on some scissor. That album was straight through. We used to go to Teen Night and shake it. That's a fact. That straight puts you out the club. I can't believe you skipped this big pun. That big yeah, pun, man. yeah. That that was his that was his Jesus. last original project. I think they had a song with him and Donnell Jones on it. They did. Um, which was fire and the video was hard. And that Space Age Forever. Space That's a good album though. It is. It's a song on there that like slowed down sample song that they got on there that is banging. I cannot remember the name of it though. Eight ball and MJG. Are they underrated or properly rated? Because I feel like people don't really talk about them, but it is it, they are past their prime clearly. So maybe that's the reason why. From a rap standpoint, I think they're not proper. They're not properly rated. From a southern group standpoint, and people being like they're pioneers, yeah, I think people do pay. They acknowledge that, but just bar for bar, like a nigga like MJG and A Ball for that matter, yeah, both exactly. of them niggas are rapping as niggas. I don't really think that you ever hear. Uh, people say that, but they don't get named. Hip hop evolution, they one million percent are on there with their little segments from Memphis. That shit was fire. How Again, much did Netflix cut that check to, for you to plug this hip hop? Pretty evolution. good. Appreciate that Netflix. <laughs> that shit good. Uh, Locks, we are the streets. Flames. That's true. That album, that shit ride to this day. Like them niggas is rapping their ass off. I really, really, really like that Locks album, and I'm gonna keep it real. Little known black history fact: I never listened to the Bad Boy Locks album, other mm. than the obvious, the classic Money Power Respect. But I never listened to the whole project though. Why? I wasn't interested. Why? Because they were with Puff. Yeah, they just it didn't. The way he branded them early, that shit didn't work. It, it was no interest to me. I like what the Rough Riders did with them, making them more kind of more street. Tim Boots, more grimy New York shit. I think that worked for them. Puff to get that shit out of there. The shiny nigga. suits don't work for everybody. <laughs> like, That's a fact. They work for Mace and Puff, but you can't throw that shit on everybody and expect it to work. And it's not that ain't gonna that ain't gonna get right. Some of the highest selling albums for this year. Marshall Mathers LP first week sales one point seven. That's a classic. One point seven first week. First week. No fucking way. Dynasty, Jay Z five fifty eight first week. That was number two. No way, that wasn't the same week. This is a different week throughout. No, the I'm year. saying that for the year, it went from 1.7. Oh, yeah, to that the- was the next highest. <laughs> well, Limp Biscuit, but who cares? That's not rap. Biscuit, Stop. Right. Um, Outcast, 5.30, first week for Stank on you. Snoop debuted at number nine. Last meal? 397, yeah. first week. That was his last album on No Limit. He said Mystical that. debuted at number I one. You, boy. 330, first week. 
you for, niggas forget mystical was a star. Mystical survived the No Limit curse. Yeah, he he had came out. <laughs> Wasn't it shake your ass, watch yourself? Yeah, all that shit, bro. Then Ludacris came. Ludacris took what mystical was supposed to be. He took his star. Mm, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. That was his lane. That was mystical lane. No. He got locked up and Ludacris stole his lane with Stomp and the big shoe videos and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ludicrous. Um, Wu Tang 235 first week and uh, Ride or Die Volume 2 Rough Riders 254. That Rough week. Riders was banging, but it wasn't better than Volume 1. But Volume 2 was fire though. I ain't listened to that in so long. You talking about fall off? That's probably the biggest fall off label wise, period. It ain't a rough ride around no more. <laughs> nah, ain't nobody like, rough riding right No, now. it's it's niggas with bad boy chain still, Rockefeller, like No Limit P even say there ain't no rough rider people around no Jada? more. Jada? Jada Kiss say rough rider still? Well, he don't, he don't rip Was it. it the locks? These are my brothers, the locks. It ain't, <laughs> I, I ain't heard a nigga say rough rider other than DNY, like. Not even Swiss. Nobody, yeah, nigga. that's quiet. That shit died. They I wonder why. They must have I'd love to see a documentary about that. Uh, Wu-Tang, the riders. W. I don't think people really. Uh, that was a video with the bees and shit in there. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it went to, it you pod today. No, <laughs> that was a double disc in Nick, like '98. Niggas was following Wu Tang in uh, 2000. Yeah. I think some a Wu Tang fan has to tell me, are they fucking with this the W album? Because I don't remember this shit at all. Like mm. this might have been the beginning of the end. Um, Capone and Noriega came out with the reunion. That was okay. It wasn't the War Report. Like this, this was this was just some little cool. Shout out to Noriega. I don't know where Capone is. Speaking of niggas, like where are they at? Capone be on um he be on drink tramp sometimes with them. I don't believe that. Facts. Really? Yeah. He he oh, that's what within the last year he's been on. Like, that's a real nigga move, like Nori. Background talking and shit. I like that. I can respect that. I fuck with Nori. Nori real. Uh De La Soul. Artificial intelligence. You know what made me appreciate De La Soul a lot more? Oh my god. Hip hop evolution oh, on Netflix. Fuck me. <laughs> Did they really though? Nah, I did though, man. They had a whole episode about them and Tribe Called Quest, and it like it gives you a totally different perspective if you weren't like into that shit when they came out. Like I used, to, I, I actually had no idea like what the craze was about it, but they explained it and went through everything, how they put their albums together, how them niggas came together, and what made it such a big deal. That shit was fire. And now you want to listen to it? Did not want to go pick up a De La Soul album though. Mm. I respect it one hundred percent. They got some fire dunks though. For <laughs> <laughs> my sneakerheads, five hundred four boys came out with Goodfellas this year too. Banging, and you said that that well. Hold on, let me slow it down. It wasn't banging, Damn. but they had a hit single on there. Well, wobble wobble. Yes, that was a hit. Damn, that was the end. That was a hit. My nigga P was wobble wobble shaking shaking. And I was hot. It was <laughs> ov. <laughs> I was like, ah, may did. That's all that mattered. Definitely did. Um, tell me about this Scarface, Last of a Dying Breed. Was How was that? One? Oh, man, I'm asking the wrong nigga right you now. You are today. It, it was good. That, that was good. I think this is the one with the. Uh, no, that was made. This it was, was the one with decent the, with the with the sonogram on the front. Mm-hmm, him having the baby on there. It was decent. It's like it's, it's a normal Scarface album. I'll say that. I liked uh, th- that one. The oh, I can't think of the name of it now, but I liked his later album that he came Tomorrow, deeply Emergis. rooted. Now, nah, deeply rooted, oh, I yeah, liked yeah, a lot yeah. better because the music was better. This is like a, the beats are rougher. It's like. Mm. older Scarface but it's still Scarface and he's spitting his ass off on it it's just not appeasing from a musical standpoint in my opinion yeah yeah um, but I mean if you fuck with Face definitely check that out uh, Common like Water for Chocolate I don't know. That, was this one he had the weird ass video 
Uh, what were you holding the signs up? Yeah, is this the that has to be on this album, right? I don't, I don't. First of all, let me be very clear. If Kanye is not executive producing a common album, I'm not listening to the shit. I don't believe that. So he didn't executive produce this one, so therefore I didn't listen to the shit. Um, but that song was fire, and that video was, was hard it? too. That song was fire, but I don't know if it's on this album. You asking the wrong common person. Common your man. Absolutely not. And Little Kim, Notorious Kim. That was uh, her best. No, well, no, hardcore no. is her best album. Uh, I stopped listening to Lil Kim when Big died. I ain't <laughs> like, it's no put point some, to me. Put some respect on her pen, No, absolutely <laughs> not. I, mean, I won't. I stopped listening to it after that. That album, this, this album was some slow. Notorious was trash. That hardcore is a classic. Yeah, that's the shit. Like facts, but I, I ain't listening after that. Ro- 2000 as a year. Looking back, running through some of the shit that came out, what are we thinking? It was a good year. You get a letter grade for 2000 in hip-hop. Looking back over it now and just some of these albums and remember where you were, I would say it's a B plus. Okay. Uh, it's nothing, That's not bad, dude. Yeah, it wasn't a bad year at all. Uh, I think we seen the end of a lot of trends, the end of some legacies, like I spoke of Cash Money, No Limit, some of the stuff that we grew up on, like UGK yeah. kind of ta- tailed off after this as well. Uh, so I, I, I respect where it was at this point and then the acts that started to open up for the year 2000 you got a lot of jay Quans, a lot of chingies a lot of uh, shit like a lot that of ringtone rap. it was a rough six years from 2000 to 2006 hey, man boy it was tough and and i think 2000 kind of set that off with a lot of people kind of falling back so yeah no I, this was a solid year this is a solid b year you know what i'm saying some pretty big not a lot of A-listers, though. That was kind of quiet. I know you're trying to force Trick Daddy into the conversation. Trick Daddy's definitely an A-lister. Uh, is Rick Ross an A-lister? At a certain point, he was. At this point in his career, Trick Daddy was, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying right now <laughs> with the mug shot with the fucked up hair. I'm saying when this album came out, Trick Daddy was 100% a star. That's possible. A-list. Um, but I, I do like the year, though. And looking back, I, I'm, there's a couple of here I'm going to revisit. I'm going to run that shine back. Because I haven't heard it in forever. And I might run that drag on back. And people are probably listening like, man, y'all niggas talking about this drag on. But it was actually slick fire. That drag on was good. (laughs) Quiet as kept. Man, y'all do us a favor. Let us know some of your favorite projects from the year 2000. Go to the rap chat. In the uh, on Facebook, excuse me, that's the name of the group is Rap Chat, and also hit us up on Deck TV podcast on IG. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back with some wins and some losses. Yeah. Hey, what's good, people? It's your man Animal Brown checking in. Listen, Patreon.com/slash Realville. We've got brand new album reviews every Tuesday, man. Just like when the CDs used to come out back in the day. This week is no exception. Tupac, All Eyes on Me came out this week in 1996 sheesh lou and i review the first hip-hop double disc i think i don't know somebody confirm or deny that for me either way go check it out on patreon.com slash realville you can hit the link in the description to peep game all right appreciate you for supporting the real peace we got some wins and losses to hand out here but first first, if you haven't seen no, I'm just fucking. What's that? Oh, man, you plug that Hip-hop shit Hip-Hop Evolution in. on Netflix. No, I'm fucking with y'all. You're killing me, Smalls. That shit, that, it's that good, though, to be honest with you. If you, if you fuck with rap, this shit is that good. Mm. I'm a, no, I'm going to check it out, though. Real talk. 100%. Um, let's hand out an L first and foremost, man, for these face tattoos, all right? Chris Brown, he got a Jordan 3 face tattoo. Amber Rose got her two sons' names on her forehead, and then the yeah. game got a Kobe tribute tat 
with the eight over his eyebrow. Which one of these tats is worse? Worse? Yes. Well, I was expecting this from game. I just didn't know when. I knew he would strike. Mm. Soon after Kobe died, I knew somewhere, somewhere, Jason would come and make his presence felt with the whole tragedy. So I was expecting that. Uh, Chris Brown, Jordan 3s, one of my favorite pairs of Jordan and you, Chris Brown. So, hey, what do you need your face for? He don't uh, want to act no more? It's Chris Brown, bro. He was in this Christmas. That shit was kind of good. Yeah, makeup. They going to cover that up. So I don't really see the big problem with Chris Brown's. I expected games. Now, Amber Rose getting her child's name tattooed across her forehead, right? That's 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 nuts. Yeah, that's bananas. And I say that because, like, I don't look at Chris Brown like I look at Amber Rose. So I think it takes away from her being attractive with Mm. a a big-ass billboard across her forehead. I wonder what the fuck she was thinking. Yeah, she was asked, and her explanation was so... What'd she say? uh, You know, with Kobe dying... And once she said that, I was out. I was so like, we just okay, blaming Kobe for everything. Clearly, that's the reason for the season right now. Jesus. Uh, the worst one clearly is Chris Brown getting a shoe that on his face. That Man, that looked goofy as fuck, bro. Oh. Even though it's a nice tat, though it's detailed yeah. and everything. But why are if you I'm getting a Jordan, Jordan three? Because I'm Chris Brown. That's I'm cool. never working in my life. Nah. I don't like. I'm Chris Brown. I can sing, rap, act, dance. He can't rap. Chris Brown can't rap? No. He better than Kanye. With that being said, I can do all of these things. He, he the one should have got some tattooed on his forehead. He don't need his face. At least Amber Rose can get that covered up if she grows some hair. No, so she that's, can't. Yeah, she gets right at the top of her. It's like right on the on the edge up line. I, I can't show you mine because I ain't got one, Man, but it's right where mine one. would be. You never had an edge up. <laughs> with that being said, like it's just, it, ain't that, it ain't that bad with Chris Brown. Because, I mean, one, because it's Chris Brown. If my son came in, if I had one and was like, hey, I'm getting the Jordan 3 tattooed on the side of my head, then no, we're not going to do that. But if I'm Chris Brown, fuck it. Run it. Before we get to this next one. Run it. I would love to know what Michael Jordan thinks about that. Somebody please ask Damn, Michael, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan don't know who Chris Brown is. Get the fuck out of here. I promise you. We're not you. doing Jordan any kind of way. Michael he got his Jordan has no clue who he is, bro. bro. He's heard the name Chris Brown at worst. Generically? Who <laughs> haven't heard the name Chris Brown? That's a generic ass name. I promise you if you went to Jordan and you was like, man, you know Chris Brown got your Jordan 3 tattoo on his face, he would be like, who? Who the fuck is Chris Brown? Send that young man a pair of shoes for me, man. man That's <laughs> nuts. Uh, man, we got another one. Handing out a W for Ja Rule fans. Um, very rare. Irv Gotti announced the new Murder Inc. TV series is coming soon. Are you watching it? Absolutely. Well, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, Irv Gotti is a creative guy uh, that tells was a good idea. The execution was atrocious. Yeah. That being said, I love like he's funny, he's entertaining all his interviews. So I love to see what they put together for a Murder Inc. show. I'm not sure how many seasons or how strong it could be. Ja Rule's run to me wasn't that long. Like you got what, one good season there. Oh my god! Before we start talking about what Cadillac Tar and those <laughs> niggas, so you know, uh, I'd hear I'm here for that first season with a shot in Ja Rule. Though. I'm thinking that That's maybe awful too. I'm thinking that maybe Irv has learned from Tales because season two was better. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it, you could tell he was getting a little better. So maybe with this, he's just. Overseeing it and letting somebody else <laughs> do the directing. Like, he can and the still writing. do the creativity part. Nah, of it. just, just be a consultant. Need some help. Just be a consultant. He better than Tyler Perry. Well, Tyler Perry got like forty movies. No, nah, I'm saying like four of them are good. Based off Tyler Perry's last work that's on Netflix, 
and Tales. Oh, I didn't watch that shit, though. Exactly. That's yeah, my point. Watch you watched Tales both seasons, even though the first season sucked. It you did. still went back and watched the second season. There's watched, a reason you don't watch Tyler Perry shit. I watched two episodes you know of the season two, and you it, was, watched it, was, it, it was better. You watched it. I did. You did not watch the Tyler Perry movie, correct? I did not. Exactly. My so point. I'm watching this, though, as long as he's not doing it. Mm. I, I need them two to to give the stories and What's the insight. That That's some shit you're aware of. What are you nah, talking about? That's trash. <laughs> uh, last but not least, before we get out of here, we're handing out a W to 3-6 Mafia. Their reunion tour kicks off March 6th in Denver. Of course, if you remember, Juicy J and DJ Paul weren't on the best of terms. But, of course, they're cool now. And when it's money involved, I guess that's all it takes. There's a tour kicking off March 6th. And uh, right now it's going through March 23rd with more dates to be announced. Are you in on the 3-6 Mafia reunion tour? I wouldn't dare go to that facility, but I'm supporting their tour. Uh, why DJ Paul look like that in this picture? No, that nigga look like an alien, dude. That's how he look. That's the Damn, point. Jesus Christ. Uh, but on Hip Hop Evolution, okay. DJ Paul was on there. Uh, and he was talking about his come up in his story. He said he made $100,000 selling mixtape in his 11th grade year in high school. I, he capping, though. 100. But I can That's the first it. time he told that story, though. He said that on uh, Nori's show, too. So he hmm. said that uh, he gave the reason as to how he was so popular in making the mixtapes and how his caught on. He did something different, but he did say he had $100,000 in his 11th grade year high school. I can respect it. That's a, that's a bag. I'm definitely here for this 3-6 Mafia reunion tour, and, and I'm sick because— You sitting in the mosh pit? Absolutely not. I'm entirely too old for you that You might as well go enjoy yourself. Go all the way out. No. Nah. You broke your leg the last time you went to a concert, <laughs> nigga. This nigga. This nigga's at the Wayne concert trying to get hype. What do you think going to happen at the 3-6 concert, dude? I'm, you, I'm broke, sitting in my seat in the 100 section. They got to roll you out of there on the stretcher, dude. Like, jeez. I'm mad because at two of these spots, no limit will be there with them. New Orleans and Charlotte. They have no limit. I'll go to Charlotte for it. I would go to Charlotte to see both of them, but I've already got no limit tickets for when they come in Atlanta, so I'm hot about so, that. Super hot, huh? Uh, third third party, though, StubHub. Ah, yeah, I definitely could do that. Um, on Decker of the Week, guys, Common. Young Common. Listen, he worked this All-Star weekend like no other. I seen a meme of him. <laughs> Did you see the meme of Common? The Popeyes worker. With the Popeyes yeah. worker sitting on the bench. That's, right. That's how Common was. We got to give him props. He won the MVP of the celebrity game. Then he had the intro to probably one of the best All-Star games ever. Shout out to Common for doing his thing and hosting the NBA uh, event in Chicago. How you feel he did? He did all right? Common is one of he got one of the biggest facades going, making people believe that he can play basketball. Oh, uh, he can't hoop at all. Man, he got an MVP at this. He got the basketball movie. Uh, he's like just right. Everywhere in the NBA, like the 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 casual fan would be like, man, this nigga gotta be able to hoop. Absolutely not. But he can't, and that's crazy. <laughs> but I fuck with Common though, man. I, I I he was putting his work in. Yeah. Uh, at, the, at this uh, All Star weekend. Uh, so shout out to him, man, for getting that facade rolling. What is the name of that movie with him and Queen Latifah? Just Right. Just Right 2, On The Way. If they ain't working on that, they need to be. That's true. Like, all of that footage for Just Right 2, nigga. He done made it at the All-Star game. He got the big boy ball. Let's go. <laughs> Just Right 2, On The Way. Holler at me, Queen Latifah. Shout out to Common. <laughs> Listen, if, if all he was out here to do was to do intros, 
to all-star games and hooping celebrity games. He can do that cool. for the rest of his life. He needs to stop acting immediately. Don't do comedy like that. We don't need Just Right 2. We didn't need Just Right 1. He could save a Tyler Perry movie. He he would be he long save in a Tyler, a Tyler Perry, Perry movie. movie nigga. Nah, Common, my guy, fuck with Common. I all due respect. That B album is a classic. Facts. I didn't listen to like Water for Chocolate, but <laughs> this shit, he got to put a stop to the, he don't need to act no more. Man, the NBA all in on the show. He killed the he oh, killed Common, the weekend though. Common can play basketball. Oh, get him in here. He he have killed. him introduce all thirty players. He bodied that though. He did. Now, he bodied that. I couldn't believe he he needed his Gatorade and everything. At the if day. it hadn't been so close to what the Rock did at the Super Bowl, it would have been a lot better. Because the Rock bodied the Super Bowl intros. So that was hard. Jesus, that was good. That's true. Uh, so yeah. What you got to put me on? Ah, uh, damn! I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Are you potting today, boy? Remember. Go ahead. Try to J Ho. Go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna put you off something. Actually, the McMillions documentary on HBO. You want fucking with that? Some slow, bro. It's slow, bro. I don't believe that. I heard people been telling me that that was good. Nah, it's it, it's not as good as it's supposed to be. Like, it, it, and for people that don't know, it's the uh, they uncovering the McDonald's scandal with the Monopoly board. It was rigged. Mm-hmm. Man, that shit boring though, man. It's a like, podcast about that. Yeah, know, they got the accompanying one to go with nah, the joint. It was a podcast. With, they talked about this a scandal podcast, and that oh. was one of them. It was very in depth. It was good. This shit ain't nothing. If you want something McDonald's related that's better, you need to watch the founder. It's uh, it talks about how the dude who started McDonald's stole the idea from these two brothers and finessed them out of the idea and turned it into a the billion dollar company that it is now. That's way more interesting than this shit. So check out the founder. It's fire, nigga. Interesting. What you got? Uh, well, there's a show on Netflix that I've been watching, and it's called. Oh my god, <laughs> kill me now. Now, nah, really, people watch that because um, I ran through the rest of it. And I got to finish it this weekend. The Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix will be um, I put on of the week. I know I've been talking about it a lot, but it did it it uh. It opened the door for a lot of things that I didn't care to know or didn't take the time to research and just watching it on a Netflix hour series made it much more digestible in between things that I did care about like the South and the UGK's rise. Throwing a little Tribe Called Quest in there and how they came up and throwing the uh, East, well, excuse me, the West Coast freestyle scene at some cafe that was pretty big. Like all of that stuff made a lot of sense and it, it goes together well. So I've been joking throughout the episode, but y'all check out the Hip Hop Evolution. It's really good watch. Two weeks in a row putting us on the same Thanks. thing. Thanks. All right. Four seasons long. Uh, <laughs> you can't remember nothing else but what I said last. Oh, two weeks ago you said that. Shit. Relax. Uh, man, holla at your boy, Animal underscore Brown on Instagram and Twitter, um, at On Deck TV Podcast. Go to YouTube.com slash Realville and subscribe. We'll be doing some giveaways real soon on the YouTube and Patreon, too, man. Patreon.com slash Realville. We just, what did we just post? Oh, the Tupac. The, Tupac, uh, All Eyes on Me. All Eyes on Me review, Anniversary. Y'all. Woo. Hey, is it a classic? classic? Maybe, maybe not. You'll have to tune in to find out. There are no maybe not people <laughs> listening to Tupac All Eyes on Me as a classic listening to this podcast. I will see y'all next week, man. We, we out. out. <laughs>